Idoc Sarang is listener supported. When you send me information about what dramas to watch and tidbits of drama on some of the actors and actresses, it means the world to me. I love dishing on my reviews and the problems and the woo moments that I had during the shows. If you would like to reach out to Irak Sarang, do so at irakserang at gmail.com or you can head over to the anchor.fm website or app and you can leave me a voice message spilling all the tea on your two cent about the drama that I reviewed. First up today will be the drama 180 Degree Longitude Passes Through Us. This is a Thai drama starring Pond, Nike, and Mem. If you watched this drama, don't let this episode go without chiming in. And I already told you how you can do it. So now let's get into why this drama for me was 180 degrees in the wrong direction. For me, Asian dramas, as we're focusing on the Asian stratosphere right now, they have to answer two primary questions for me. The first question it has to answer is, was the romance good? I do realize that there are a bundle of genres even within the Asian drama categories and all of them are not romance, but 99.9% of them are at least the ones that, that I am going to be interested in most of the time. The second question that it has to answer is, was the story good? Now, those aren't the only two questions, but those are the ones that continue to funnel through my mind over and over again. They are the first things that I ask myself, especially as the drama draws to a conclusion. So I love romantic dramas and stories so much that if the romance was good and girls and guys, you guys know what I mean by good, like with 17 O's in the middle. If the drama was good, if the romance was good, rather, then I can forgive a weak or a non-existent story. 180 degrees failed on both of these points, even though it had all of the ingredients to make something absolutely delicious. So instead of giving us, me, what it should have given me, it left me feeling lied to with the promise of a good story that never existed. Our main characters are Wang, Intuit, or In, as I'm going to refer to him moving forward, and Maul. Maul is short for his mother, Wang, Wang's mother, who was Swazwimol. So you can see why I'm going to say Maul for her. Um, 
And this is the synopsis. Wang is about a 19, 20 year old young man who is college bound, but he is mm, he's got a freer spirit than his mother would prefer Um, for one reason or the next. He and his mom have a very close but strained relationship because when he was younger in single digits, his mother sent him to a boarding school and he has lived there for a very long time. So let's just say, because I can't remember the exact uh, age, but let's just say that around fifth grade, you get sent and then you don't come back until you have graduated high school. Okay. It's something to that degree because he and his mother are very estranged, but extremely close to the point that they call each other Tuang. And in Thai, that's honey. They call each other honey. And that's that's an endearing way of saying, hey, babe, in Thai. So they call each other honey. They're this close. They are. His mother is a successful director. She directs Lacorns in in uh, Thailand and she in Bangkok specifically, Krong Tep. And she has been uh, extremely successful as a director and she has a claim and she has made a lot of money and um, they decide that they are going to go on this trip. I forget what spurred on the trip. I, I know the mother has to get somewhere. The son goes with her. This part right here is not necessarily as spelled out. And if it is, I missed it. But Wang takes over the driver's seat. Um, Throughout the beginning of this story, it's obvious that Wang is a young man who idolizes his father. His father gave him a glass globe and it has it's, it's small enough to fit in the palm of your hand and it is to be worn as a necklace, but he never wears it. He only, you know, fists it in his hand when he's going through an emotional turmoil and gazes endearingly at it. Um, this symbolizes his father. It's the only thing that really kind of gives him any insight into his who his father was because he lost his father as a very as a child as a baby. He lost his father. Um, so his father was very much so into um, maps and all that kind of stuff. Let's just leave it there. Maps, and there was certain coordinates that. Wang had always kind of kept close to his heart. So when his mom and uh, when he and his mom are in this car and they're driving to this destination, it would appear to me that when Wang takes over the wheel, that he is very much so headed in the direction of these coordinates that his father had always um, favored. So Wang and his mom, they get stranded because the direction of these coordinates is rural and there's so much foliage and mud in the ground and, and dirt and all of that kind of stuff. So it's the perfect, perfect excuse to, you know, get, get stuck. So his mom is like irritated with him because she told him she didn't trust him to drive anyway. And then he drove him into a muddy ditch. And so he told his mom, wait, I'll go find us some help. So he did. And he didn't go very far before he ran into a sprawling estate with a huge, beautiful house, completely isolated by nature. 
and there were some workers there doing some, let's just say, some landscaping work or some farming type of work. And the owner came out, and that's in or into wood. And they meet each other, and it's immediate, the attraction. Wang and In are very attractive men. They And if you didn't know yet, this is a BL, so, you know... It's a BL, so that's that's where the love is coming, guys. So they are just, you know, it's always obvious who are the two lovers in the, um, you know, in the drama. So everybody meets back up, and the bottom line is this: while they are at Ian's estate, Ian and the mom Mole are the same age, which I think was a little. Mm, because the mom, you know, she's an older woman and she looks the part. She looks older. She looks like she has got a 20-year-old son. And Ian, he doesn't. You know, so they made these two college, you know, college mates. Like, they graduated college the same year. And it's like, um, no, y'all didn't. But anyway, so they go and they stay there. They're kind of stranded and they're out in the middle of nowhere. But Ian has this sprawling estate that's beautiful and you know he he's obviously well off but he's isolated and because he's isolated they isolated and they stay together and they go through all these different emotions and emotions and it gets one reviewer I read I like their description they said that this show got very stagey it many times you're gonna feel like you're watching a stage play it's gonna feel like okay or the curtain's going to close at some point and open back up again on the next scene because it gets very, very stagey, which to the credit of the writers, I don't want to say they did a good job with this. Why? Because I'm irritated by them. But um, if they would have done the story the way they should have done it, I think that what they were doing with the staginess could have worked simply because it was only the three of them for 99.9% of the whole play and or play a story and that method would have lent well to a very small cast if we can call that a cast it was just three people it was a trio and it being stagey you don't expect to have 12 main characters on a stage play you expect there to be lots of interaction with one or two or maybe even three so that method could have worked if they actually would have done the story the way they should have done it so while they are there, Wang finds out all the things he did and never wanted to know about his dad. And it breaks down like this. The dad was best friends with Ian. And they were such good friends that when Mole spotted um, Ian and the dad kicking it all the time, Mole decided that she had to have Wang's dad. And because she was kind of cool with Ian already, she forced Ian to hook her up. So he did. And they hit it off, I suppose, because she was one of those type of women who asked you out. She's one of the women that pursues you so hard that, you know, that's why it's kind of, you know, any young women listening to this, I'm going to give you a little girl, a, a little woman to woman advice. Do not propose to a man because he might say yes because he's too nervous to say no. And it's too awkward to turn somebody's proposal down. And you don't want to go through a whole relationship not knowing if he really liked you. So when he asks you, even if he turns out to be an asshole, 
at least he wanted to marry you then you know what i'm saying so always let him do it first because then you know because you know because you know okay so swazimol was all the way up on you know wang's dad to the point where he probably just kind of like more so surrendered versus actually liked her but for all intended purposes it looked like they were doing well so in kind of took a back seat and didn't kick it with his friends so hard because it got to the point where mole and wang's dad which i'm sorry the name is fading from me i think his name was siam they started to they were getting married and i'm not going to say that the mom asked him to get married to her but you know she just has a very overbearing personality that seems like even if you tell her no because she wants it so bad she's gonna keep ignoring it until she just wear your ass down and so it wasn't long before they got pregnant and by then Ian was really trying his best to wish them well and to not interfere into what they were doing because he wanted their their family to thrive Ian as a character if I have to say who was my favorite Ian was my favorite for certain reasons I don't want to say he was my favorite across the board he really had a heart of gold he really did nevertheless one night um Siam I think the dad's we just gonna call him Wang's dad because I can't remember his name he went to go see his friend he and his best friend they had not been as bffy as they had been in the past and he just needed to come and see him but when he came to see him he ended up being extremely drunk because the dad started to drink a whole lot like i said he really wasn't in love with mole and he was just kind of going along to get along and to get along you know, he started to drink because it probably made his life a little bit more bearable, but that manifested itself into alcoholism. So he was just always just completely plastered. And that night when he came to see Ian, he had something more on his mind. And he confessed to Ian that he loved him. Like, nah, not like bro, like bruh love. It was like, I've always wanted you love. And he, you know, tried to make that clear to Ian and Ian rejected him because Ian was terrified of his feelings for Siam because Ian loved Siam too. Ian idolized Wang's dad so much so that, you know, Ian, when Wang's dad took him under his wing, he just, there was just... Wang's dad could do no wrong. He rescued Ian when he was being bullied and from then on took him under his wing. And that can really be in a powerful uh, connection to a person when they quote unquote rescue you, whether it be from a bully or life or death. And that was evident in their relationship. He was a little bit younger as well. So, you know, this is his P and all these different things. So, um, devastated wang's dad left and drove back home but before he could get there he crashed out and died so in is recanting all of this to wang and it's killing him like you know both men are shattered especially in because he really has not talked about this by the time he gets to the point that he is talking about you know 
Wang's dad in this light, it's taken several, you know, it's only eight episodes, but it's taken a few episodes to get us to the point where we can kind of crack Ian's heart open a little bit more so he'll start to tell some things that are plaguing his life. So Swazimo, I kept saying, I wasn't going to say her name, didn't I? It's Sassy with Mo, and I'm saying it wrong, so I'm just going to keep saying Mo. So Mo, she's this famous producer for these Lacorns. So while she's there, she ends up having to go back because she has an award to receive. And that may have been where they were on their way to the entire time. But nevertheless, she leaves and she goes and she does that. And she wins her award and she comes back and she recants the story. But when she comes back, she notices that the son, Wang, is in love with Ian. And they are not making it a secret. Now, Ian is not doing that because Ian is terrified of Mole. Because emotionally, she has him by the nads. Because it he feels guilty. He feels like he killed Wang's dad, period. He doesn't feel like, oh, when you left my house with, you know, four times the legal driving limit of alcohol, that killed you. No, it killed you because I rejected you and you were devastated and you left. And because of that, you died. So he he feels an immense amount of guilt. So it means that he's not going to do anything against Swazimo. Oh, excuse me, against Mo. Why I keep saying her name? Yeah. But anyway. So the mother being the overbearing hag that she is, she intervenes and she disallows these two from being together because of her selfishness. And I don't have a problem with selfishness, especially when it does not affect another person. Nevertheless, this directly affected her son and his ability to be happy because she did not want to see them together. Um, she wanted to keep him for herself and it was just like okay so if you saw this drama you already know what happened so um you know it ended with the and should i have said spoiler alert alert at the beginning <laughs> guys this is the review so i hope anybody listening to this has seen the drama and if you haven't stop now and go look at it so you can come back and i won't blow too much of it for you but let me give you the pros of this drama before i go in so the pros of this drama are that it is very scenic. The house in the rural area is beautiful. The things that Ian was attempting to do in building a bridge so that the townsfolk, the village people could go back and forth safely without having to wade through a creek or something. That was commendable. I enjoyed him wanting to do that. I enjoyed him finishing that so the little kids could run back and forth safely. I enjoyed his home. His home was freaking huge. If you're going to be isolated, you want to be isolated in Ian's mansion. It was just sprawling. I thought that Ian was a very attractive man. He looked wonderful. I thought that Wang, gorgeous man. You guys really did a good job in casting these two. They did their, they play, they were Ian and they were Wang for me. Mole, if you were, you all were trying to make us hate a character you all did a good job because i absolutely hated her there was nothing about her i liked and is this supposed to be the pro section <laughs> okay so what's another pro the tension there was so much sexual tension between wang and Ian. it was really really nice but we all know that unfulfilled tension is like um being almost there for an orgasm 
and all of a sudden you stop or you wake up from the wet dream. You know what I'm saying? Who wants a whole bunch of attention that can't be relieved? And that is exactly what they did to this. And this is going to slide me into the cons. So I'm going to go into the direction of the reason why I say this is 180 degrees in the wrong direction direction is because of this. Thailand seems to be putting out when they come, when it comes to their, um, BL dramas, they are exploring, they're exploring the map as it were. We're talking about 180 degrees. Yeah. I like that. But anyway, they're, they're casting their nets a lot broader and it's bringing them to some different scenarios. So I guess is this a con- is this a pro? But in in bringing that, they're making stuff so artsy fartsy and so uh, cinematic. So they think that they think that that is going to satisfy them giving us actors who just don't want to do the romance part. More and more, I am seeing, especially in these BLs, I am seeing actors come that I can tell. I mean, after you've watched so many hours of dramas that I have and you have, you can always kind of tell who comes ready to get busy. And I don't mean like, you know, porn or something like that. But I mean, who is here ready to get it all the way popping? You can tell who comes to actually deliver that character to you and everything that comes along with the story. I am increasingly watching these BLs become inhabited or become casted or played by these men who do not want to do the romance part. It's like they want the popularity, they want the screen time, they want the limelight, but they don't want to deliver. And why is this such a problem? This is a problem because I love BLs. It's within the genre of Asian dramas, it's my favorite genre. Why? Because it's more honest, I feel. It's more raw and you get more passion. And I'll go into that on different um, dramas, but let's just say that there's more passion and there's you get more delivery there, even though it's trending in the wrong direction. So you get these men that are coming and who who cares where they stand on in, in their personal lives? You came to work. You came to a job and you came to a job that has romance as one of its top categories every drama is tagged with a certain you know category and this firmly falls into the romance category although it's hard to tell why but once you get about halfway into a drama you can tell oh my gosh they are actually about to do this they are not going to kiss because they want to stay straight looking and I hate to even say something like that but it's like you know what If you want to retain your reputation for, you know, whatever it is you would like to still enjoy romance wise, you are not going to lose it by coming to work and delivering. To be honest, if I have to judge by who, you know, the way that people are performing versus, you know, what they're probably like in reality, the way I see it is the ones who come and deliver their role and are professional and do it well. Those are the guys, those guys do so well that the, I am know for a 
fact, they do not want for anything romantically. They can go run out here and get anything that they want. But my thing is this new crop of BL actors, they're coming to these dramas and they think they get to leave and not get dirty. It's like you want to go and you want to, you know, work in a pig pen and think you can leave without getting any mud on your clothes. You want to do it without getting dirty. And this is the crass comparison, but it's like going to a porn set and being the star actor or actress, but you only, you know, hug and you leave. Now, anybody who was wanting to watch your work, they are not going to be satisfied with that. As a matter of fact, they should be upset with that because we all know why those actors and actresses are there. Okay, so when you come to a romance drama, there is certain criterion that is necessary and that is romance. And we don't mean just you looking lovingly at the other person. We don't we don't mean a prolonged stare. We don't mean, you know, oh, there's a bowl I can't reach. Let me get behind you and get this bowl for an extended period of time. We don't mean that. We mean y'all gonna have to kiss. And you know what? We drama watchers are so easy to please that we don't care how many episodes the drama is. Number one, we'll watch it all, even when it's bad. And number two, we will wait to the last episode for a kiss, but it's got to be a kiss worth waiting for. And that is what I was doing on here. I was waiting for a kiss that never came. These two are gorgeous. They have always been right up under each other the entire time. I mean, wherever Wayne was, Ian was. Wherever Ian was, Wayne was. And at one point, Ian had um, broken or twisted his foot. And so he needed, literally needed a shoulder to lean on. And whose shoulder do you think he was leaning the hell on? Wang's. So they're always like within kissing distance of each other. Did we get a kiss? No. What did we get? We got a hug. We got a hug, guys. And if you're not new to dramas, you know that's almost worse than a high, that high five that was on Together. <laughs> what was the name of it, guys? Uh, Together, I think. But, yeah, a hug. So, at one point, you know, Wang and Ian, it's, it's clear that Ian is so afraid of his past and so guilt-ridden that he's like, not going to give Wang what he wants. Wang, Wang, I ain't gonna lie. Wang was a G. He was like, look, I love you. And I know you ain't gonna even ever be able to admit it to me. But I just want to know, can you get, do something for me before we leave? And Ian is looking at him like, oh my God, please don't say what I want to do to you. Do Will I do that to you and shit? So he's like, what? And he's like, will you give me a hug? But not just any hug. Will you hug me the way you really feel? So they they commenced to giving this hug and y'all this is like episode eight, which is the last episode. And the viewer is just so hard up for these two to finally fucking they are in the bed and they were in the bed together and never touched each other. So they give this hug. It is unsatisfying because, guys, Wang is in this hug. Okay, Wang rolls up on Ian and he hugs. And you know that hug where you are a scooch shorter than somebody. So if you raise your head a little bit and your mouth is on their shoulder, your bottom lip 
lip will kind of pull a little bit before you raise your head back up. Wang is doing all this from the back. And I'm like, mm, 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 mm. But what you think Ian is doing? Ian is hugging him, but it's like a, you know, I'm just going to give you 50%. Because if I give you 100%, I'm going to take your clothes off and shit. It's like that. And I'm like, I waited eight episodes for this. Because at this point, it's clear we ain't getting no kiss. You know, we ain't getting no, no, we got no kiss. We got no back hug. We got no spooning. We got no, we didn't even get a, uh, well, I guess Wang did kind of roll into in a little bit and almost kissed him or something, but it didn't happen. This is a this is a very sexually frustrating story simply because these two have a lot of sexual chemistry. They are gorgeous, and from the first episode, they roll up on each other like they going like they are going to kiss immediately. And you're sitting there like, wow, it's only a matter of time before somebody slip on a banana peel and kiss somebody falling and they kiss. I'll take a fall kiss at this point, which is the cringiest of the kisses. I would have taken a fall kiss because Wang looked like Wang had the kind of lips that no matter even if he would have tried to give us that K-drama dead eye fish eye kiss. It would have been good because his he just would have not been able to not be sensual about it because his he's just got a very gorgeous face. So what was another kind, y'all? That's a big enough kind to cover them all. But let's see. Mole, the mom. Have you ever heard somebody talk and you just don't want to hear them speak another word? Hopefully I'm not like that for you guys. <laughs> Please, I'm trying my best not to be that for you guys. But Mole, the mom, uh, she would just talk. And let me give you her tone so that you can understand. This is how she talked. Like that. <laughs> and I'm doing a really bad job because she was worse than that. And, you know, she was just a narcissistic. That's the word everybody's using, isn't it? Let me use a different word for her. She was annoying. She was an annoying mom who didn't give a damn about Wang's feelings. She wanted him for herself. She did not even, you know, pretend like that wasn't her goal. She did not want to see Wang happy with him. Um, she wanted him to go to college and Wang was like, okay, I finally figured out what I want to do with my life. I want to be a philosopher, AKA I don't want a job when I get out of college. Nah, but he was like, <laughs> I want to go to school. I know what I want to study. I want to study philosophy. And she was like, okay, great. Oh, yes. And he was like, you're not mad. And she was like, nah, I always knew you was trying to be a philosopher or whatever. So he was like, okay. So I see you by the by. And she was looking at him like, what? And he's like, I'm going to stay here. And she was like, what you mean stay here? And he was like, I'm going to stay here with Ian because I love Ian. So he was honest about it. But she was such a complete biatch about it that they all gave her what she wanted. And it was super unsatisfying to watch Mole keep getting what the hell she wanted simply because and all she would do, guys, every time 
Wang did something that she did not like. She just cried. And it was the most annoying cry. Now you heard the voice, but then she would do the cry. And guys, Asian dramas love crying. We know they love crying. But y'all, it's I can you remember the last time you cried like this? <laughs> when was the last time you did that? Like I have gone to some funerals that I have not done that at. You know, I, I don't even remember the last time I boohooed like that. And I understand pain and all that, but it's not realistic for an adult every time they have a problem to cry like a boohoo cry. You know, give us some silent tears rolling or give us some watery eyes or give us some red rimmed eyes. But a <laughs> for five minutes. That isn't too much. And Mole is annoying any fucking way. When she gets done, her annoying cry, her annoying voice is coming next. And the, the viewer just can't take too much of that. Oh, you guys get an F for that. Mole is the word. She did so good, I guess you could say, to a certain perspective. But for me, bad. She did. She was such a an annoying character that I will never watch another drama with her in it. That's how that's how bad it was. So what's another kind? Another kind is that um Ian's eternal torment. The fact that Ian's life was taken away from him because of the tragedy of Wang's dad's death. I do understand trauma and how it can follow you through life. But that's the that's exactly what it does. It follows you and you're able to compartmentalize it so you can move on. In looks like you would go and get GQ Thailand and he'd be on the front shirtless or something. He was gorgeous. There is no reason on earth why he should have had to live. He lived a more somber, solitary life than a Buddhist monk in Thailand. Buddhist monks probably get more action than um In did. He is living out here in a mansion by himself in the middle of the wild fine he just fine and he just no he get up and he wear dress pants every day that's how fine he is so my thing is okay you were you're you like men okay maybe you were too afraid to confess your feelings for your you know your friend's husband and all that fine he was your friend first though but we gonna act like that didn't happen damn you couldn't find you something you wanted and y'all was out there in complete solitude nobody would have known you was over there happier than hell so that is just it is a tragedy and then the the impression that they left on in was that as they were driving away in came to the doorway and they emphasized his unshavenness the entire show he had a clean shaven face so i think they emphasized this to show us how pathetic and broken he is and he's standing in the doorway because he loves Wang. Like, lover loves Wang. Like, wants Wang's Wang. And he looks pathetic. As if he's going to spend now the next 40 some odd years. Just the rest of his days. He is going to stew in the filth of his own guilt. And all that fineness, perfect body. All that is just going to melt into a heap of uselessness and drain into his grass i guess and fertilize it that was such a misused character he deserves better 
And I hate that that was what they did to him. But I will say that of the two who looked like they wasn't there to get busy, you know, that looked like they were not there to deliver what they know we wanted. It would have been in if I just had to take a wild guess and say, okay, in real life, IRL, which one of these two male characters look like they was like, I kind of don't want to kiss or whatever. Like we can hug. Maybe we can hold hands. You can lean on me or something. You can get kind of close to my ear, but we can't kiss because, yeah, I don't kiss guys. He looks like the one because Wang Wang is the one that I might give a chance. Wang looks like if he was set opposite um myola okay baby if he if he if he if he was starring in a drama with mile i know guys it is so hard to think about mile cheating on a pole like this i know i can't take it either but let's just you know we trying to thought experiment because you know if wang was set opposite Mile, baby, Wang looks like he, it ain't nothing for him to turn up, out, around, and down. Wang looked like he is ready, but out of respect for this guy, he probably tuned it all the way down. Because when it came to the sexual, you know, the passionate tension, Wang was right there, right there, ready, baby. B. He was the aggressor as well. And that also makes me feel like, you know, of the two, in probably his real person probably was like, you know, I ain't really trying to do all that. You know, I'll tell the story and all that and I'll be anguished. And thank you for giving me so much anguish that I can't kiss another guy because this is my excuse for not kissing him. You know, but I'd like to see Wang with another guy who is ready who is not playing out here with y'all and who comes to work to work because wayne i already said mile and a po which are the bl champs for me if you haven't seen kim kim porsche which if you're listening to this you definitely have you know why they are the kings of bl right now um for a long time it was hard to you know depose uh mew and golf and they will always have a special place in my heart but baby kim porsche they was not playing with y'all out here and that's what i mean by wherever your story suffers wherever your plots are weak and the holes exist i will we will forgive them if you give us what we want and what do we want whether it's a bl or whether it's a hetero we want you to give us realistic romance, not like, you know, a page out of our lives, because that's not even, you know, probably hot most of the time. I'm just saying, look, we want you. If you give us two shiny faced people who look like diamonds, pearls, rubies, all that good stuff, and you dress them to the nines and their hair is slicked and swooped and cut and banged and sheared and all that stuff. If you want to sell us that this is the most beautiful thing that ever walked across the screen and you pair that with its counterpart, whether it's it doesn't matter whether it's a man or woman, baby, and you give us these close encounters and you give us these slips and falls and these catch me and these, you know, um, we in a tight space, we in an elevator grinding up on each other. We you're going to give us a kiss because if you don't, 
you're going to come to my podcast and I'm going to tell you why I hated it. And that leads me into my last con. There was no romance. You needed to retitle this mellow drama. When I go and I th- this podcast is so much for the listener. And I hope you guys are having a good time while you're here. But it's also for these producers because, you know, they listen to us. They act like they so damn mighty, high and mighty. But they do listen because they don't have a choice but to listen so that they can know where they mess up and maybe they'll stop doing it. But you do not get to use the romance tag if the people in the romance do not kiss. Now, there were some people in the audience saying, okay, it would have made sense for them to all of a sudden be, you know, for Ina to be compliant all at the end. And now they, you know, freaking all over each other. And I can understand that argument. But, 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 but we have seen plenty of BLs and dramas on the whole where the the people don't end up together at the end. But along the way in telling their story, there was romance So don't give me that shit. No, they didn't have to be together, but they do have to come and give us some romance. Yes, they do, because these two have laid in the bed together shirtless. Okay, they have been all up on each other. They have done the whole I'm walking away because you're not listening. Oh, let me grab your arm because I don't want you to leave. Grab in real life when you do that. I know this is a fantasy and that's what we want. But in real life, when you do that, baby, you getting kissed. You some we hey, something's about to happen, period, point blank. And in you've got a godlike ability to resist. And I just think that, you know, all that tension that he resisted, plus when they left, giving us the impression that he's going to die a lonely, pathetic man. That is just, that is superhuman. You would have to be a superhuman to have been able to withstand that. It just doesn't make sense. So what could have made this drama? What could have saved this drama? What could have saved this drama was I don't like rewriting people's stories because I am a creative person and I am a writer as well. And I write stories. So Somebody just barging in, talking about they're going to change my story. That isn't a good feeling. But what I will say is what I've already said. Along the way, when you guys are literally teeth distance away from each other, you could have you could have allowed them to kiss. And Ian still could have been a believable, pathetic guy. Because instead of him being Superman with his ability to resist, what you could have made him as a waffler. You could have made him where, you know, he kisses Wang, but then the next day he tries to act like didn't happen. Or, you know, when the mom leaves and then they land in the bed together, you could have made it where, you know, when Wang is asleep, he kind of. Now, I hate the rape kiss. And I call that when somebody kisses somebody sleep. I'm like, you know what? Uh-uh. Kiss them while they woke, baby. But. You could have done the whole, you know, move the hair off the brow thing. And then Wayne could have captured his hand and it could have been like, I caught you. You know, you acting like you don't want this, but I just caught you, you know. And then Ian could have wobbled up and ran into the 
you know, hobbled to the kitchen and then Wayne could have rolled up behind him and gave him a back hug. And then, you know, there are just so many different little things that could have helped satiate us. But instead, y'all left us high and dry. Another thing that could have made this better is leave off the written message at the end. OK, when you if you are writing a story and you have to tell your readers how to think you probably failed in your story. At the end, there are a couple of, let's just say, text messages that the director leaves us of der sentiments. So the first one is, you know, your children or your children or something, but you don't own them because we all hated Swazi, you know, mole. So I'm glad they put that. Only reason that felt satisfying is because I hated mole so much and I felt like, yes, bitch you do not own this little boy and his happiness so yes but you ain't supposed to write that because we all knew that and then the second one was some other philosophical line but it's patronizing and it's insulting to the viewer when you do that so I would have just left that part off because we all hated them you didn't give us no romance so now we hate you so that's 180 degrees in the wrong direction is it worth watching only if you go into it knowing what to expect. And I'm going to tell you this. Do not go in there expecting your romance criteria to be met. These two are gorgeous. And that is it. Okay. If if you are okay with eye candy that does absolutely nothing. Then you go into it with that. The next thing you can go into it with is for the mom to be insufferable when you see her in the first scenes it's like oh shit you know this is like ugh, how am I gonna make this for eight more episodes she gets progressively worse until she beats her she she breaks her her own personal record in the last couple episodes where she just completely ruins it so if you are a glutton for punishment the way that we all are when we these Asian dramas punish us don't they somehow but um Go ahead, but go in there with expectation. Don't feel like, oh, you spoiled it. I didn't spoil it because for all of its cons, it is cinematic and it does give you a good vibe. You just can't go in there thinking that you're going to get love or romance because you're going to get nothing of the sort. Anyway, this has been Irak Song Sarang. And if you have anything you want to add, if you have anything you want to tell me about this episode, you can do that at the Anchor app, anchor.fm, and you can leave me a message. But until then, I will talk to you in the next drama.